Well, this morning in my homily, my brothers and sisters, I'd like to speak about the importance of humility versus pride when it comes to discerning the truth. We see in our first reading from St. Paul something that might at first appear to uh, almost legitimize a kind of arrogant elitism amongst Christians. So St. Paul is talking about the spiritual man, okay? And he's saying that the spiritual man uh, does, he, he can judge everything and is not subject to judgment by anyone. Oh my gosh, who does this guy think he is? He's kind of full of himself, you know? There's a certain kind of elitism that, that strikes you at first. Is this guy arrogant? Is he, is he prideful? And if he were arrogant and if he were prideful, that surely would be the path down error. Okay? But he's not prideful or arrogant because of what St. Paul says at the very end of the passage. He says, For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to counsel him? So this wisdom that we're speaking about is not the, the spiritual man's own wisdom. Rather, it's God's wisdom it's a participation in God's own knowledge, God who's infinitely uh, wise and all-knowing. God cannot make an error. God is accurate in everything that he knows to be true and that he says is true. And moreover, and this is the key, is that St. Paul sends, ends this passage by saying, we have the mind of Christ. St. Paul doesn't say, I have the mind of Christ. He says, we have the mind of Christ. And so there's two checks then on the arrogance, the potential arrogance of the, of the spiritual man, the spiritual person. First one is that it's not his own wisdom, it's God's wisdom. And the second one is that the spiritual man thinks with the mind of the community of the ecclesiastical community. He thinks with the mind of the church. And that is absolutely essential. That's really what distinguishes Catholicism, okay, from every other form of Christianity, is that the the Catholic thinks with the mind of the church. They, in a humble manner, lay down their own judgments, opinions, so forth and so on. And they set them aside and they submit their mind to the mind of the church with confidence that the Holy Spirit has, throughout the course of the ages, maintained the true gospel, the true word of God that alone is able to give us knowledge and wisdom and discernment within that community, within that ecclesiastical community. So they don't say, well, I'm going to open up the Bible. I'm going to think for myself, doggone it. I'm not going to let those authority, those church authorities tell me what to think. I'm going to think for myself. I don't, I don't even care what the Bible says. I don't even care about that authority. I'm going to, you know, I think God is like this. I think God is like, I, I know Jesus. I think Jesus is like this or that. Okay. You see, now that's the path of arrogance, and that's the path of pride, and that's the path that's going to lead you 
to error so that you won't be a truly spiritual person who's able to discern and judge properly. You know what one of the most basic and fundamental points of discernment is in the spiritual life is discerning when you are being tempted and led astray by the devil. It's one of the most important things to be able to ask yourself. You know, even before, if you think about this, even before sin entered into the world, and sin has a lot of consequences, sin darkens the mind of the, the, the human person and kind of makes us a little stupid. Doesn't doesn't completely make us totally stupid, but it makes us a little stupid. Okay? Makes it harder for us to think clearly about ethical Questions and, and, and important fundamental life questions in particular. Even before the entrance of the darkening of the human mind, even before the entrance of sinful inclination and sin, human sin, what was man's job? If we go back to the Garden of Eden, Adam was created by God to rule over the animals. And it says in Genesis chapter 3 that of all the animals, the serpent was the most wise. He was the most crafty. And that's a symbol of the devil. And so if Adam's job right from the get-go, even before his need for forgiveness, even before the need for redemption, even before the need for the Son of God to become incarnate, to die for our sins, before that reality was even in human existence, in human history, Adam's job was to rule over the devil and to make sure that the devil didn't trick him. So you see how fundamental to the human condition discernment and fighting the devil is? It's even more fundamental than our need for forgiveness and and redemption. Truth and making sure that we're not going down the wrong path in our thinking is so, so, so central to who we are as human beings, central to our vocation as human beings, called to reflect God's glory and to speak his truth in the world. And we see in our gospel today, Jesus casting this demon out of this person. And the demon says, I know who you are. Okay, so the demons pride themselves on their knowledge. You see, they have arrogant, they're, they're incredibly intelligent. They're pure intellects. Way, because they're fallen angels, they're way smarter than human beings. Way smarter than human beings. And they, but it's a source of pride for them. You see. And how they trick us, and they can trick us, if we're not letting ourselves be guided by the word of God and by the mind of the church, we will be deceived by the devil. How they trick us is by letting us share in their arrogance and their pride. You see, their arrogance and their pride is contagious. And so they trick us into basically becoming partners in crime along with them. So that like them, we think we know it all. I don't need to listen to the church. I've got my own judgment. Ah, yeah, I mean, I like Catholicism. I mean, I don't believe in everything, you know, about Catholicism. I don't believe that teaching there, that moral teaching, or whatever it might be. You see, that's the fundamental temptation that the devil, 
who in his pride and his arrogance thinks he knows everything, offers to us. My brothers and sisters, the only way for us to be truly spiritual men and women is to, with St. Paul, say that we, not I, but we, have the mind of Christ.